Today's episode of A Little Juju Podcast is sponsored by Hoodoo Hussy. Hoodoo Hussy Conjure Enterprises provides spiritual care using plant medicine and African-American traditional religious practices. Owner and CEO, Hoodoo Hussy makes all of her offerings herself, and many of them using plants from her urban garden. She sells an array of spiritual products such as conditioned oils, cleansing water, incense, spiritual bath, and floor wash. To learn more, please visit her website at www.hoodoohussy.com and you can use the free code FREESHIPALJ for free shipping on your order over $50. That's hoodoohussy, H-O-O-D-O-O-H-U-S-S-Y.com. And don't forget to go follow Hoodoo Hussy on IG at H-O-O-D-O-O-Hussy. Now, let's get into the show. All you need is a little juju. Welcome to A Little Juju Podcast. This is the podcast all about black as spirituality, honoring our ancestors and ourselves, decolonizing our spiritual traditions, and embracing the religions and traditions of the African diaspora and African traditional religions as we are moving to get free on our path to liberation, one episode at a time. My name is Juju Bay, and I'm the host of this show. I come to you as a psychic medium, as a teacher, as a hoodoo practitioner, a spiritista. I've been forgetting to say I'm a spiritista. I'm a spiritista. <laughs> as a spiritista, um, all around bad bitch, witch, an Orisha devotee. I'm like, what am I? A Reiki practitioner. I'm a singer, right? I'm a writer. I don't be talking about shit. I'm an actor. I don't even be talking about that. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, yeah, so that's me. And thank y'all for tuning into another episode. If this is your first episode, hey boo, you can keep up with the conversation if you want to hashtag it at ALJ Pod. Of course, you can also hashtag Juju Bay and hashtag pod in so you can see other podcasts of color not just mine but supporting other podcasts maybe you'll find someone there that you love and yeah that's it i am happy to be here i'm excited for this episode as i am all of them um so yeah let's just get into the intro and and get into the show we here let's lay it all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju all you need is all you need all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju a little juju a little juju a little juju is the way it's how i start my day can firm no say and i'll never give play i'll take your photo to the grave but that ain't even my thing. I just stay at the crossroads, pray. I just pour a little honey from my bay to make them stay. Cause I hate when bay leaves, but that manifest a little with my bay leaves. I'm my ancestors, baby. So I give them everything that they gave me, yeah. So I can't be stopped. Manifested everything, give me props. I'm spiritually rounded while I'm on the top. My spirit's surrounded, so I'll never drop, drop. So, shout out to everybody who cares what people think. <laughs> I know we all love to act like, well, I don't. But a lot of people like to act like we don't care what people think about us. And we're just too good to 
to care and I don't care what people think about me. I know me, whatever. I don't care what y'all got to say. I don't got no friends. No way. That is not me. That is not me. And I kind of want it to be me, but I kind of don't. But shout out to everybody who actually does care what people think and who is highly concerned <laughs> with other people's perceptions of you. Um, probably to the point where it's toxic. I feel like y'all know I have little things, I, little spiels I go through in the beginning of each episode before we get into like the content content. And... You know, I don't I don't have that much, but that I'm in a place in my life where I'm really, really trying to work through why I care so much about what people think about me. Um, and I always have, you know, this is before, you know, my social media or the podcast or anything. I've just always been someone who's just who wants to be liked, like and, and prides myself on being very likable. And for the most part, in, in many spaces like school, um, from like elementary school to when I was in college, just generally somebody who was just liked by most people um, and and just was cool with different groups of people and could just kind of mesh with different cliques in school. Like I, that was always me. So I, I noticed that when there's people that don't like me or don't vibe with me, which is 100% cool, by the way, everybody not going to like my ass. Okay? Everybody ain't going to like it. But when I find those people, or I feel like, oh, my God, why did this person do this? Why did this person block me? I be feeling a type of way. <laughs> I be feeling a type of way. And I'm like, yo, why is it that deep that somebody doesn't vibe with me? Because quiet is just kept. I don't vibe with everybody. I don't like everybody. So why would I expect everybody to like me? Like, I've just been thinking a lot about that and why it, it, it affects me so much. Of course, it's probably some childhood shit, which is... Isn't everything some childish? <laughs> but um, I just am sending some encouragement to people who feel really hurt. Like when you find out someone doesn't like you, especially when it's somebody that you don't know or um, haven't interacted with. I feel like that hurts more than when it's your friend and y'all having a little beef or it's like, oh, I don't really like her, but we've talked. You know, it's, it's for me, it's like the people who don't know me or the people who maybe just follow me on Twitter and feel like they know me and then have projections of, about who I am and stuff. It's like, I think it feels, um, it feels hurtful, but then I also kind of spiral into this like, oh, wow, look at how much we project onto other people that we don't know. Look at all the stories that we make up about others. How are we supposed to get free or some form of liberation if we actually don't, not that we have to like everyone, but that we're not careful about our own aspects of ourselves that we often place onto others' personalities, onto their bodies, and make assumptions based on social media. I'm just like, is this messing up our freedom journey? Like, what? You know, and then I, yeah, so it becomes bigger than me, but yeah, my feelings be hurt. So. For all the people who genuinely, truly do not care what other people think, how the hell? Please tweet me or Instagram me. Or don't Instagram me. Please don't Instagram me. You can tweet me or you can email me. How did you get to that point 
And is it real? Because I think some of y'all is lying who say you don't care about nobody. Yeah, some of y'all is lying. And also, I want to say that we should care what people think about us to an extent. Not everyone, not randoms all the time. But we do need to care how some people genuinely think about us, at least the people we care about and love. Because otherwise, that means you're not accountable. And otherwise, that means if people are trying to tell you something about yourself that is maybe problematic, for example, you're going to miss the whole lesson because you so I don't give a F about what nobody feel. I don't care what nobody think. It's like, well, baby, we need to care a little bit. Remember, we're building community. We're decolonizing. We have to care a little bit. But, you know, not to the extent of our day is ruined when, you know, somebody says something that was unfavorable about us. Um, so yeah, that's just what's been on my heart and on my mind and my spirit. And I just want to be honest about that and then open it up for some, I don't know, further discussion. See how y'all, see how y'all handle that. Um, what else can I say? Oh, let's take a quick turn. I'm addicted to Clubhouse. So that's the, the, that's what the kids are on these days. Actually, it's, it's more like the grown people. I, I don't think it's like TikTok. It seems like the grown people are on, on Clubhouse. Um, and for those who don't know, Clubhouse is an app that you have to be invited to. So you can't just go to your app store and download it. It is also only just for iPhones at this time. So sorry to my joy babies. And so you're invited and it's kind of like party lines for y'all who are old enough to remember party lines. I was never on a party line, but I know what they were. Um, but y'all all know chat rooms, I'm sure. And it's like being able to go into different chat rooms based on different topics. So there's chat rooms on wellness. There's chat rooms on being a black creative. There's chat rooms on spirituality where people are giving readings. There's chat rooms on um, shoot your shot. Like it can go from the most like panel-like setting you know, like we're, yeah, like we're sitting in on a panel and getting good information and networking to you're going into a, a one talking about, you know, being single and wanting to find somebody and link up. Like it's a range, but I'm loving it. I'm meeting so many cool people on there. So if you are on Clubhouse, follow me at Jujubay, J-U-J-U-B-A-E. Um, I have some like Clubhouse ideas too. I think it's just a, such a good place to like run a... It's almost like podcasting with a group. I don't know. It's so cool. Check it out. Look up Clubhouse. If you're on there, follow me at Juju Bay. But um, but yeah, I, I feel like, you know, I don't got that much to say today. I just kind of want to get into the interview today with Bruja Bantan, a.k.a. Tam, a.k.a. Ia Oshudara, a.k.a. My friend, period. Um, She's so great, so... Let's just um let's just get into donations and then the show. All you need is a little juju. A little juju podcast is written, hosted, and crafted by me, Juju. And this process is a labor of love, but it is labor nonetheless because podcasting ain't free. It takes time, energy, resources, money so that I can pay people to help me. Finally, I have a little bit more resources to do that. And I'm able to do that because people donate. Um, It is a few ways to donate to the show. 
All of them are important. I will start with the monetary ways and then we'll get into the non-monetary ways to support this work. So the first monetary way that I'll mention is through Patreon, which is a site that allows you to contribute to the show monthly. So on the first of the month, Patreon automatically takes out whatever you choose to donate, which will range from $1 to as many dollars as you want. I have some suggestions on my Patreon. And based on the level that you donate is the level of content or things that you'll receive from me via Patreon, which includes exclusive deals, videos. Sometimes I do readings. Sometimes I do workings for specific patrons. It just depends. Okay, so big shout out to my newest patrons. We have Sherry Ann Banga. Thank you so much, Sherry Ann. Shout out to Catrice D for becoming a patron. I appreciate you, Catrice. Shout out to TT with Queen and Jay. Oh, shout out to T with Queen and Jay. Check out their podcast as well. Shout out to Linda Makita. Shout out to Jesse M, Koi Nicole, Jalisa Ayala for editing your pledge and still staying a patron. Thank you, boo. Shout out to Erica Omi Sharif, Hood Goddess, at underscore Hood Goddess. Shout out to William Terrell, Christina Stallworth, Taylor Jackson, FH. Tania or Tania Hester, Jakira Clark, Sharice Madison. Hey, Sharice, thank you for that. Shout out to Joyce Del Castillo. Shout out to Misha for upping your pledge. Shout out to Elizabeth Jasmine. Hey, boo. Shout out to Deja Miller, Jasmine Fobbs for upping your pledge, Aziza Littlejohn, Kiara Hamilton. Alexis Epic, love to see it. Naturally, Shelly, Megan Corwin, Dolly, Cassandra Colvin, Elizabeth Ojo, or Ojo, but Elizabeth Ojo. Shout out to Eshunda Blackman for upping your pledge. Shout out to Hess Love. Y'all better go follow Hess Love. Thank you, boo. Shout out to that's everyone. Thank you all so, 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 so very much for becoming a patron and supporting me and my work. I have been also thinking about some new patron ideas. I'm like, I need to be like going in. I'm trying to think of ways to like really, really um, give some good stuff on Patreon. So I just appreciate y'all. Thank you for supporting me. I do not take the energy of money lightly, especially... At this time that we're all in now where there's just, a, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot of things that you could be putting your money towards, which I would understand. <laughs> that would not be me. And so the fact that I'm a part of one of those things that you are putting your energy into, that means a lot. So I'm speaking the energy of abundance and wellness and peace and protection and that you have all the resources that you need as you are sharing it with me. May you have tenfold of what it is that you need so that you can go start your podcast, start your work, start your little business and have the things that uh, that you need, which are the things that we need as a community. So I appreciate you all so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Much abundance, much prosperity, 
We got this, y'all. Tenfold, tenfold, tenfold. Of course, big shout out to those of you who hit me up on the Cash App for a more non-committal way to donate to the show at dollar sign I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E or on my PayPal at the Jujube, T-H-E-J-U-J-U-B-A-E at gmail.com. Big shout outs to those of you who have donated in that way. I say a little prayer for you each time. So thank you. And if you are interested in the non-monetary ways to donate to the show, which are just as important, shout me out. Tag ALJ Pod, tag Jujube on social media, put people onto the show, tell them what this podcast is and what it's about. Comment, subscribe so that I pop up when a new episode comes out so you already are hip and you know. Just let people know about the show. You can rate five stars on Apple or whatever platform that you are using and just help me spread the good juju gospel. I appreciate everyone who always tags and tells me they're listening and puts people onto the show. I deeply, deeply appreciate that as well. All that information will be in the show notes. So now let's get back into the show. All you need is a little juju. So let's get into our interview today with Tam Tam Ia Oshundada, who is a newly initiated priest, priestess of Oshun, of Oshun, trying to get my pronunciation, my Yoruba pronunciations correct, of Oshun. And I'm just, I love this interview because Tam just gave us the tea. And that is why, one of the reasons why I, I wanted her on the show, because she always has given us the tea. She always has information. She's always sharing her knowledge. She just be like responding to the things that come up, especially on Twitter. So if y'all don't follow her at Bruja Benton, please, it'll be in the show notes. Follow her on Twitter because she has the takes. And this interview, she has the takes. She's giving us so much insight. Like this is the episode that when people are like, I don't understand Orisha tradition. I don't understand what it means to be initiated. I don't understand. I'm be like, please listen to this episode, please. Like, such, such, such good information. A lot of gems, a lot of points <laughs> were just made. And so I'm excited to to have facilitated this conversation with her because it was just good. It was just it was just good. And it's she's funny. Like I really just enjoyed talking to her. Just I genuinely, genuinely just enjoy talking to her. So y'all sit back, relax, get your notepads out or whatever. So I don't know if you need a notepad, but just prepare to get some good information today um and just so appreciated appreciative to have had her on the show so let's get into it if you would like to watch of course you can head on over to youtube or you can just keep listening here all right y'all all you need is a little juju Hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of A Little Juju Podcast. Hopefully, you all have transferred over to Juju Land on JujuTube, a.k.a. YouTube, so you can watch me and the beautiful Tam, a.k.a. Ia Oshundara, a.k.a. Bruja Benson. Burr, 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 burr. Hey, boo! <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm really excited that we could finally get this interview together and that you are here because I feel like, you know, we've crossed paths, you know, a few times in Baltimore, but I feel like we've been able to kind of get to know each other's personalities on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And it has been such a joy. It has been. Experience you on Twitter land and the hot takes 
and the spiritual advices. So I'm just so excited to get into some of those things today with you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So tell us who you are. What is your title? What's your origin story? Give us the background. So most people know me as Tam Tamara, um, also Ia Oshundara. I'm an Oshun priestess. I practice Ifa Yisheshe. Um, I'm originally from New York. Uh, but I've been in Baltimore for like seven years. So I've been trying to say like I'm from Baltimore, but you can claim it. You I know, need permission to claim. I, I like, you know, I keep asking my friends like who are Baltimore. It's like, I've been here for a minute. Can I just say I'm from here now? Um, but I've been in Baltimore for seven years. Um, I'm a tarot reader. I'm a spiritual bath lady, as you can see in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, so diviner, spiritual bath lady, priestess, which is still weird to say because it's still very new. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's me. Um, my parents are Jamaican, so I'm first generation American. Um, <laughs> big up all my West Indians. And yeah, that's 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 who I'm is. That's Ooh. the that's the basics of like who I am. So you're a new, newly initiated. Yes. Like how fresh. So I got initiated last November. Um, So I was in my EOO year up until, I want to say earlier this, like the end of September. So Mm -hmm. technically, um, for those who don't know, your EOO year is like a year long process. Um, But as you told my grandmother, like they good. They, we can be Ia, so I'm officially Ia now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Congrats, by Thank the way. Thank you very much. So how did you find Orisha tradition? Was it something that you've always been involved in? Is this a kind of a new thing? How were you raised? Were you raised spiritually? So I think like most Black folks, I was raised Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always find it funny when people on Twitter are talking about like church and stuff because like I was not raised in a lit church I didn't grow up Baptist I didn't grow up like Amy Zion I grew up Anglican like Mm. and for those who don't know Anglicanism or Episcopalianism is like Catholic light okay so it's very like we got the organ prim and proper hymnal 1892 Mm -hmm. service is an hour and we're done right so I had never experienced a black church until I went to college and like went to some certain went to some services with my friends. So like, I never really grew up listening to gospel or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Again, not until my twenties right. that I really start getting into it. Um, so no, I did not know about Arisha tradition. That's not something I grew up with. Um, in my twenties and just in, in college, I, like one of the reasons I left church or left the church was um, I always noticed that like the nice, nasty people were the ones who were like, but I'm going to give my praise to Jesus. And I was just like, I don't like that. You right. know? I just was like, I don't like, it. I don't like that. I'm not here for that. So that really was like my push to like, just be done. Not necessarily with Christianity, but just like, church right um and then I moved to Baltimore in 2013 and a friend of mine at the time um was also into spirituality like we were just two 
new baby witches trying to like get the manifestation thing going, started working with candles, started looking more into other forms of spirituality, not necessarily abandoning Jesus because like, that's all I know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like some of these people, no shade, but some of y'all believe in Jesus and then try to be playing with deities that you don't know about. And talk about it. I'm too scared. (laughs) I was too scared. So, you know, when I did my work, I was calling on angels and I was calling on Jesus because that's what I knew. Mm. Right. And I think it's really important to, you know, always stay in your lane. There's nothing wrong with like feeling like I'm going to leave church. Cool. Leave church. But like, if you know Jesus and you know, whoever then work with that, this was even before I even figured out like ancestral veneration. Mm -hmm. That's even before that. So, and one of the things that I love about Baltimore is that there's such like a cool, like woo community here. Mm-hmm. So is. just visiting like some of the different shops in the city. So like grandma's mm-hmm. and um, crystals, candles and cauldrons out in Hamden and just yeah. like going to different events. I went to my first Misa actually at crystal candles and culture. Oh, wow. That's yes. so interesting. Yes. They had a Lakumi Babalao and I was, uh, me right. and Yes. Yeah. And he was holding me. So, so me and my friend were like, let's fucking check this out. Oh. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I was like, what is this? T-? Like, girl, I had never even felt spirit before. Like, so I was like, what's this tingly feeling? What is this? And he was like, oh, those are the spirits. And I was like, huh. Wow. Never experienced nothing like that in my life. And from there, he had said, like, you, and I've had other readings, like, with tarot readers and stuff, like, you need to find a spiritual community, you need to find a spiritual practice, and I was just like, cool, but I'm not going back to church, so, I feel you, but church ain't it, Mm -hmm. and if you know Baltimore, you know there's a church literally on every corner. Every corner, (laughs) a liquor store and a church, count on it. Everywhere, (laughs) and I actually live. Um, like two blocks from Episcopal Church. And I was like, just go. And I was like, no, I'm good. And then when I moved, I actually live across the street from Episcopal Church. And I was like, y'all play, y'all play all day. And I was like, I'm not going back to church, not going back to church. And the last news I had went to over there, the uh, Babalao, when the spirit came down, was like, you need to be initiated. You Mm -hmm. need to receive your warriors you need to be initiated and I almost joined his house but something was just like it ain't it and you know these traditions are very expensive so like it's a it's a big monetary commitment at the time I didn't have the money to to pay him and then also like and again there's nothing wrong with Lukumi but for me as a black woman I don't have any Latin Latino, Latina background. I'm not Hispanic. And so I just really couldn't see myself practicing a religion that a lot of their stuff is in Spanish. Um, And I think it's good for folks who have found their home in that. And that's cool. But just like for me at the time, I just wasn't, it just didn't feel right. right. I ended up finding my godmother because she used to own a shop. She used to own her own botanica on 25th street. Mm. and she uh also had nieces at her shop and I went there for those and then I saw her at the first daughters of the moon in 2015 
Mm-hmm. I heard her speak. Bushy conference in Baltimore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard her speak, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta get a reading from this lady. So I got a reading. Of course, if you've gotten read by like a reputable priest, you know they will just Smash. tell you about your life, tell you about your business, mm-hmm. and I just kind of was like, well, girl, so can I join your house? And my godmother is the type of priestess where she divines on any everything. Yeah. So she don't just say yes. She divines. If Oya says that we good, we good. So she divined. Oya said yes. And I joined. And that's like, I've been with that my Ile ever since. Yeah. So like since like 2016, um, I've been practicing um, Ishe Ishe. Wow. Elaine mm-hmm. and calling on the spirits that you know. So even if it is that you just know G- Jesus or the angels, like you can still work with them outside of like this church space. And I think that is what a lot of our ancestors did, even the right. kind of deeply spiritual, quote unquote, witchy things that they did. It incorporated Jesus. So it incorporated Jesus. Absolutely. Incorporated angels and incorporated saints. Um, so it wasn't separate. So I really like that you said that. Um, and also this idea of, I know you probably get this question, but I get it all the time too. Like, how do I find an elder? Like, how am I going to know? And it really is just like, you just find them. Like, it's not, it just happens. You're at an event, you run into somebody, you're right. at a thing, and then they just come to you. And I like, I'm, I appreciate you telling that story because that's like so many people's stories, how, how they found their elders. Yeah, and I mean, and even still... I know people who have joined one ELA and then like maybe it met them at where they were at their, that point in time and they had to leave or whatever. Yeah. You know, we all have teachers who teach us at different phases of yeah. our lives. I'm very thankful that, you know, my ELA is where I'm at. I'm not, unless my grandma was like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Like I ain't leaving her. Right? right. I'm very grateful for her. But there's also, you know, you, you, one, Good elders don't shop for God's children, period. They do not shop for God's children. They don't enter mm-hmm. your DMs. They don't approach you. Even if you get a divination with them, they will never ask you to be nope. a God child. Nope. So if anyone's asking you like, oh, you, that's not somebody you want to deal with. Wow. And two, people, you want an elder that has like integrity. Mm-hmm. You want an elder that is um, just has like a really high moral standing mm-hmm. in general. Ask people about them. Ask because it's a it's a big community, but it's also a very small community. Yeah, a lot of these elders, especially those who've been in the game for like twenty plus years, they all know each other, and you know people who've either gotten work done for them or who have like. Mm-hmm interactions with them Mm -hmm. you know you have to ask questions and then also I feel like if you are intentional and you are really serious about getting into any kind of ATR DTR religion or practice and you are telling whoever you pray to that like this is what I want this is what I need for my spiritual growth they will always make sure that your paths cross right Mm -hmm. so like I said I had been getting these messages about like you need to join a spiritual house and I again I said cool I ain't going back to church because at the time I didn't know what an Ile was right, right. that's not something that had ever been t- told to me or I, even in my research I never come across that mm-hmm. but our paths crossed mm-hmm. 
And that's like, and that's it. Is it like it sounds very trite in a way and very serendipitous, yeah. but like that's how that's how these spirits move. They just make sure like you are in the right place at the right time. You see the right tweet at the right time. You know what I mean? Like different stuff like that. Um, and I mean, I've even a couple friends who were trying to get into the religion. I always will be like, if you need a divination, go to my godmother. Right. And they may not have necessarily joined our Elay, but they have found their own Mm-hmm. her house based on that right like i said good good god parents they don't shop for god children they're not asking people to join at Eli. they're not messaging you be like hey no you want to be my god child and get a no. <laughs> if anything they're mostly annoyed <laughs> just be like damn it another one <laughs> irritated and ornery so yes <laughs> that's that's a good yep <laughs> damn i didn't want no more right that's that's actually them so <laughs> so did you you know in your journey was priesthood something that you were expecting you were seeking out like did it kind of come up in a reading for you like how does it's, that work? it came up in a reading but it's not anything where i was like i need to be a priestess because mm. again like as an aberration, not that it's like easy, this journey is not easy by any means, but like, aside from seeing what my godmother did as a priestess, I didn't really have any kind of frame of reference for what priesthood would be like as on a personal level. Right. And it's not like where, again, I'll use the church because that's the, you know, my frame of reference. It's like, you know, for the most part, we know what like pastors and priests and bishops go through their seminary school. There's like all these things that they go through. ATRs and specifically Shea despite the things that are online and that you can Google, it's still very secretive. Mm-hmm. It's still very like, if you know, you know, you don't, you don't. And some things you don't find out until you get initiated. Right. But it had come up in my first reading with my godmother about initiation and how I need to be initiated um, to kind of help me along in my journey. Um, Also, people need to remember that initiation is not about being a practicing priest or Baba Lao. Sometimes that shit is to save your fucking life. Yes. Sometimes that shit is so that you have that added protection because of whatever you're going through, you need to be initiated. Thankfully, it wasn't that for me, but I think people have this conception that you get initiated and then like, blow. Now you, that's it. That (laughs) You eat a period, like. (laughs) And it's like, no, that's that's just the beginning. (laughs) That's just the beginning. So, you know, initiation had come up and I've known people who've had waited a really long time to get initiated mm-hmm. and they started getting sick. They started getting these really bad headaches because they kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. I wanted to avoid that. Yeah. So I had started getting dreams about it mm-hmm. um, after about two years of being in the ELA and I had gone to my godmother like, I just want to make sure crazy you know and she was like yeah it's it's time and you know this is what you need to do for it and so I as I always say I joke with my god sisters it's like I just don't want no smoke from Darisha I just don't want like 
I've had enough spiritual chin checks in my life where I'm just like, <laughs> yes, y'all got it. Chin checks, right. You know, and especially as a child of Oshun, um, <laughs> she's very pushy. Yes. And she don't, I told you what I told you. I said what I said. So. <laughs> so I was like, you got it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Right. Heard. <laughs> right. right. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, for folks listening, like this is not something that she can tell us in detail, obviously, right. about her initiation process, but just in general, what does it mean to be initiated? What are some kind of things that you may, that may come up or that you're interacting with throughout an initiation process? Um, so one, it's a lot of money. It's a, it's, this not no $500, this not no $1,000 oh. process. This is a lot of money. Yes. And why, uh, can you talk about why it is a lot of money? One, people need to understand that you are paying for animals because you have, there's Ebo that has to be done. Right. And that's not, I don't think that's nothing that's a secret as Ebo is done throughout. And by Ebo, I mean sacrifice, animal sacrifice that's done regularly through the, you know, in the tradition. So you're paying for your Ebo. You are also paying um, the priests for their time and their Ashe for -hmm. this process. And when you are praying, like, because, you know, there's always this conception about like, practitioners need to be fucking broke and why we charge people what we charge people and like I know that's a whole conversation a whole separate thing but in terms of initiated priests and babalaos and priestesses and ianifas you are paying their orisha you are paying spirit yep you are also paying so that you are safe and that you're not fucked up you don't you're not out here getting jacked up because if somebody doesn't know what they're doing that could really harm you it could be deadly it really you could really be out here being harmed right um and if we do not go through um you know like a year white like um, a lot of lukumi people do mm-hmm. we do shave our heads mm-hmm. so i was i was a bald head small head <laughs> bald head small <laughs> head ball has small head um and just like you know they are essentially putting that orisha in you mm-hmm. it's not i mean it sounds a lot it's intense mm-hmm. but like it was such a beautiful experience for me and i had um been also with two of my other god sisters at the time mm-hmm. and so even in that like it was such a beautiful bonding bonding experience with them right. to be going through this process. Um, and I've I've cut my hair short before, but I've never been like oh. and I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna <laughs> we're just gonna be bald. And I just was like kind of prepping people in my life, like, you know, I'm I'm gonna be bald. I mean, I got the wigs, girl, but right. So you can wear wigs? Yeah. I mean, because like for my nine to five, I can't wrap up my head. Okay. So yeah. I wore wigs to work. Um, I do keep my hair wrapped. Not so much anymore, but like during my first, like during my Iwo year, like my head was just 
mm-hmm. wrapped up because you're so much more sensitive. Right, right. You're so much more sensitive to the world and to like other people. So it's just easier to protect your ori and protect your head just by like keeping right. it wrapped up mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I i wore wigs to work because i can't show up at the office <laughs> and, you know and i try like my personal life is my personal life my work yeah. life is my work life so i try to keep those things very separate mm-hmm. and they ask a lot of questions so yeah i just kept the wig on so can you talk a little bit about your EIWO year? Well, tell us what that means. And then like, what is the purpose of that? And what are some things that happened during that year? So your EIWO year is basically you as an initiate. You, I think that the meaning was like wife of the Orisha. Mm. So I wasn't Ia Dara, I was EIWO Orisha Oshundara. And it's just basically, I, I can't, to being accustomed to like this, this deity like this spirit like almost like getting adjusted to like living in your body Mm -hmm. right Right. um and which is why people say like that you're crowned you're because it's literally like sitting sitting right 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 here um and for me my EO year was really about um listening and being still there's a lot of learning that goes on like you know in learning on like how to be a priestess and certain things that we could we do as priestess um under my godmother but like as a personal journey it's been a lot about just like really being still Mm -hmm. really being um disciplined and like taking care of my shrines and my ancestors because Again, I feel like people do not give you the full story. They're like, yo, we set up this ancestral altar and we talking to them every day. Girl, I ain't do that. Right. <laughs> Crazy. So, hmm. I, I always say that like my spirits bully me because they know like if, if you don't give me a directive, I'm going to just be sitting on my couch watching the ID channel all day. Not I, the ID yeah, I love me a murder show. Love me a murder story people crazy you know i'll sit up here and just right again um and it took me a really long time like i had an ancestral altar but i was intending to it maybe the way that i should yeah um and it wasn't until i got um ashun and i should also say this like i got an ashun pot before i got initiated okay i come up in a reading that is something like you know, in a Shea we operate under the guise that like, if stuff comes up in a reading, you need it. Right. You know, so I had been dealing, not dealing, but working with her, I want to say a, a year before my initiation. Okay. And I knew when I got her, because this is, this is serious, you know what I mean? Like, I, if I have to take care of you a certain way, I can't then like not take care of my ancestors. That's, okay. that's janky. Right. You know, and I'm grateful to my ancestors that they're very patient with me. Mm -hmm. Like they did get my ass, but they're for the most part, like they're very, very patient with me. My Ori is very, very patient with me. Oh she not so much. Mm -hmm. Not so so much. (laughs) Right. Um, but I that helped instill some discipline in me into 
talking to them regularly, divining to them, checking them, giving them offerings regularly. It's not an overnight process. It's definitely something that if you're serious, over time, you will get better. So I think a lot of people feel this pressure sometimes to like, all right, I got to feed my ancestors every day or every Sunday. I'm Jamaican. My people really only care when I make Jamaican food. If like some people, girl, I, you know, I'm really jealous of y'all who can give your ancestors eggs and bacon and coffee and be like, what the (laughs) hell is this? So when I make Jamaican food, so like I'm talking oxtail, ackee, that's when I feed them. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, but they get like light and water and, um, you know, gin and rum and stuff like that but like food food no 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 like food food like if if they want food it's like all right we're making oxtail and then now that I have a shoe now she's like well you can also run me some of that too I'll have some and she was like oh you can also run me some of that too so everybody like everybody <laughs> eats we all eat <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody everybody's eating so it's it's been a lesson in, in being disciplined mm-hmm. and being still to really hear the messages and also kind of like this sense of free will that like Christianity always pushes. It's like, Oh no. you Right. I have to do what Theresha tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And in the grand scheme of my life, that has been like the hardest thing I've been reconciling over the last few months because I, you have this idea of like what your life is supposed to be like. I had never intended to be like a full-time priestess practitioner, spiritual bath lady, none of that. I just wanted to have my little nine to five, get my little regular check, get, have my little nice health insurance right. and just do my thing on the side. Right. And I, so I've been looking for a job for like the past four years. I had stopped, but like I had been looking for a job and that's actually how like my prosperity bath came about. Cause I was like, I'm gonna make a bath and I'm gonna get this job. And it, it didn't do that, but right. not that it didn't work. It just didn't bring me the new job. Right. And this year I was like, all right, had my initiation, I had weight loss surgery in March. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of felt like the things that I needed to take care of, they're taken care of. I did it. Now we can get this new job. And they were like, so you know that this is, this is now it. And I was like, right. <laughs> this is the new job. This is the new job. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's, no, this is it. And I was like, this is the job. This is the job. <laughs> and I like, I cried. I cried. <laughs> I cried because I was like, this is crazy. I don't want to do this. That's how it be. And it's just like, well, all right, we here. <sighs> it's 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 so it's so hard because a lot of things that you thought you were gonna do, you're not gonna do. You're not doing them. You're not doing them. I feel like this is a good transition into something that, you know, you brought up before when we've talked was about surrendering to this whole process and surrendering to the Orisha or the ancestors or whoever. Right. Um, And I'm wondering just how that's been for you 
as a new initiated priest and just <sighs> not going the way that you thought they were going to go, which is a valid thing to grieve, you know? Um, so surrender always comes up in like when you're practicing spirituality in general, right? And I don't think people really understand what that feels like or what it means until like it's really placed in front of you. Like you have no control over this. Mm. You have absolutely no control over this. And it's a good metaphor to even look at life. Like not everything is a fucking spiritual sign or like somebody throwing at you. Like, no, sometimes life just be life in and it's trash and it's just going to do what it do. You just got to roll with the punches. You have to roll with the punches and for me in surrendering into what my destiny is and what my path is ultimately supposed to be, it actually makes things a little bit easier because my people take care of me. My ancestors have always taken care of me. Yurisha now help in taking care of me. So I'm going to be good. It doesn't mean that I necessarily like, like, what the fuck I have to do? Like, no, right. that's just, you know, that's just annoying. Right. But they have shown me time and time again, like the more that I have leaned into just this prospect of eventually being a full-time businesswoman or whatever, that like, it's going to work itself out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? But I'm also like very clear, like, if this is, all right, I'm gonna let y'all do you, right? I'm, we're going to work through this, but also, you know how I like to live. I don't want to be broke. I like nice things like everybody else. We still live in a capitalistic society. So it's cool that I have to do this work, but also like I, I can't be out here looking crazy. I need the things that I need to as a human being. As a human being, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I make that very clear and they've, always shown up like all right and the times where I'm like I don't know if I especially like with this pandemic and like the political climate of everything going on and making like you know I've been working on um making my baths and stuff sometimes I'm like I don't even know why I'm doing this like Mm -hmm. shit looks so it looks things just look so crazy right now I'm like why am I even doing this and then they're like but look people need it but look, you're going to be well compensated for it. But look, things are going to be okay. Right. And I'm just like, all right. That's the trust and the surrender. Process. And like, no, there's no other way to explain that to somebody until you've like fully experienced it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like that's one of the hardest things. Like I had a whole moment this morning about surrendering to something and it was just like, I don't even know how to do that right now. It's so, and every time, like, cause there are different moments where we have to just like surrender. Right. So I moved down here in 2013. I got a job and I, I didn't come to Baltimore with a job. Like I was on some like face. Yep. We just, we gonna make it sis. I had no job. I had no car. I lived in the studio for a couple of weeks before, like I moved into a one bedroom and I moved down here in August and by October I was working and I was cool. Then I got fired mm. and I was like, I ain't never been fired before. What the fuck? Like, 
what do I do? And I got fired in like August of 2014. And then by August, I mean, by October, I had another job. And that like, those are moments where it's like, I don't have, I actually don't have any control over any of this. Right. Right. Like I'm going to do my part. I'm going to look for a new job. I'm going to figure out a way to make ends meet and take care of what I got to take care of. But I ain't come down here like with a job. I just came because I was just like, I need to leave New York. I need something different. And this is where I need to be. And that's a moment of surrender. But it's a different kind of feeling when like you realize like your entire life is not really yours, right? Because in our belief system, like you're already chose this yep. before you even came here. Yep. So you was going to do this anyway. Yep. It might have taken you a minute to to get there, but like this is what you was this you was gonna do plan. this anyway. This is the plan. And then finally, when I was like, I has had the conversation with my my ancestors, and I'll shoot, and I was like, "Is this what?" And they're like, "Girl, welcome. We was waiting. We was waiting on you. You here? Come on, baby. Okay, now we can do what we need to do because you're right. here. And anytime, like you have those moments where you're like all right, I guess this is what it is. And this is what I have to do. The universe, whoever, whoever it is that you are working with will move mountains Mm -hmm. to make sure you get to where you need to be. Sometimes you just got to like lean into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even with initiation, when I found out how much it was going to cost, I was like, how am I going to get this child? I'm... I'm going to get this money. Right. But I made the money that I needed for initiation in like four months. Yeah. And like, you know, it's a flex, but it's not really a flex. But <laughs> it's to show like, okay, you're serious. Right. And I'm like, Ashwin was like, I seriously need you to do this initiation. So I got you. That's the thing. It's like, if you need it, that will work itself out. Always. It doesn't need- mean that it's going to be easy and they're not going to be obstacles. Right. But it'll work itself out. It will. If you need, the, if that's what you're supposed to be doing, it'll, it'll work itself Always. Out. Always. Not without work, but it'll work itself out. It'll work itself out. <laughs> so true. So how did you become, you know, the spiritual bath lady? Like, can we talk about the baths? Because you got baths behind you. <laughs> like, was this pre-Orisha? Um, like, how did that come about? Oh, no, so... Again, my godmother. Mm. Shout out to Alori. Um, my godmother taught us how to make spiritual baths. Okay. Um, and that's one of the things that I really appreciate about her is that she teaches us these things so that we can help ourselves. And so that, like, you know, you need your godparents for certain things, but if there are things that like you can do yourself, yeah. Do them, right? Um and so I learned how to make spiritual baths. I would make myself baths. And um, like I said, I got Ash- my Ashun pot in 2018. And I knew, I know how to divine with um, Obi. So I can throw for like yes or no answers. And that's how I, that's how I literally check to make sure the baths are ready. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna make this prosperity bath. I'm gonna make this bath to help me get a new job. And all it did was, bring more business into my side hustle which mm-hmm. was the tarot reading 
Okay. Like, I think the first night I took it, it was like, I had like 10 people book readings with me. And I was like, that's not, that's not what I, I mean, thank you, but that's right. That's not why I did this. And then (laughs) she was like, so you need to sell this. And I was like, huh? I'm gonna do that. I don't know how to do that. These are, these are live baths. I'm not, because I, so here's the thing. People been selling spiritual baths. This yeah. is not, this is not a new thing. This is not anything right. random. People have been selling spiritual baths. People have been making spiritual baths. People have been taking spiritual baths. Mm-hmm. For me, I saw a lot of spiritual baths sold dry. So where people, you know, the practitioner will send you the herbs and then you prepare them on your own. Right. And y'all please don't take this as anything, but I just don't trust people to do that. Like it just didn't sit with me well, even though I knew how to do it, that people would a feel confident to do it in that way at home and just do it properly. I just, I just don't, I see some of the questions people ask on the internet, bless y'all hearts. So I really just wanted to make it as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. And because they're live, I had in terms of, Live meaning that there are live herbs, right. right? Some of my baths use dry herbs, but like you're getting wet, fresh. It's done. It's done. I do all the work. I pray over it. Right. I divine over it. It is ready to go. Um, but I wanted to figure out a way to make it last in the mail because I overnight shipping and especially now, like I don't trust it. So someone else that I know who they don't make spiritual baths, but they use, they make like rose water and stuff. And she put me on to a preservative that I could put into it. So it's water soluble. It doesn't mess with the integrity of the baths. Um, and yeah, I started, I literally was just like, people want to try this out. I don't know how you, mm-hmm. how you feel about it, but you know, I got this little thing, send instructions and it kind of just, because I kind of was also pussyfooting on it. And then I was just like, but, but I, but I told you, you to sell it, told, to sell it, to sell it, not to just be giving it to your friend. No, you need to sell it. People need this. Mm-hmm. Heard you. Okay. I told you, I just heard you. I want no smoke. And it has, so I've been selling them since 28, late 2018. Okay. And it just kind of, it kind of just took a life on its own. <laughs> it just, and I'm so, I'm so grateful, but I was just like, this was not right. Again, none of this was planned. Again, I just wanted to be a little side reader, do my little readings on the side, <laughs> be an aberisha, maybe a priestess, and then mind your business. Go about my bit, like I really just be here in my little apartment <laughs> with right. my boyfriend, living life, like. Right. Right. You know, um, but it's word of mouth. They 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 work really well. Um, and I'm again I'm grateful for that. And I'm so grateful for my godmother who showed me how to just make spiritual baths. And then I just kind of took it and, and ran on it. It was done but me just looking up what are some herbs that will make me money and get me a job. <laughs> I'm not an herbalist. Right. I don't have no sort of, I just literally was like how I'm going to do this. Yes. I love that you're saying that. Go ahead. But I, I just love that you're saying that because it really can be that 
Like you can look things up. And get- I just Google. I was like, how money herbs? Yes, spiritual herbs for money. <laughs> and a lot of it is shit that's been in a supermarket. Yep. I mean, there's some little extra herbs there there that like mm-hmm. now haven't done it for so long that like I revamped some things just because I want to give it a little kick. And again, I take spiritual baths every week. I have to. That is something that Ashun and people in my house are very serious about. I take weekly spiritual baths. And it's like anything, you know, if you take a medicine over time, it loses its effectiveness. Mm-hmm. So it's not that it doesn't work. Like it's good. I just want something with a little more kick. Right. So um, I actually was talking to um, Ancestral Herbary. Mm-hmm. Um, just like asking her, like, you know, I just need to, girl, what I need to do? And she, right. you know, and I love her. She's so sweet. She yeah, just entertains my foolishness about herbs all the time mm-hmm. and gave me some things. And so like in that sense, like I'm always learning. Right. I'm always learning about different herbs. Like I started with very base knowledge. Like my cleansing bath is based on the recipe that my godmother taught me. Right. You know, it's tweaked here and there, but like it's all the best with the exception of maybe like one I've used on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason like the one that I didn't use was um, the cord cutting bath because I didn't really feel like I had like, I personally didn't have any cords that I felt like I needed to cut. Right. But, you know, I let people check it out, try it. That um, bad. That <laughs> one, honey. The cord cut. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I, I don't put anything out there that like I had either I haven't tried myself or I haven't given either my god sisters or friends to to try out so it really is I tell people think I'm lying like no the reason that I sell bass is because Ashun told me to sell bass right. it's not like I was no I was good just reading the little cards <laughs> I was I was not a bad lady I did not need to become the bath lady. Like, and it's so crazy because my friend told me, she was like, yeah, my brother was talking about your bath. And I don't know how he found out about it because I blocked him online. <laughs> <Not> just- <laughs> yes, your name in the street. <laughs> so it's, 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 so it's funny. wild. Um, I'm grateful, but I'm also like some days I'm like, did we get here? Wow. Ooh, I resonate with that. Like, (laughs) now what? (laughs) What is this? Wow, that's amazing. And it just goes to show you how in surrendering, yes, in listening, your life will take form in ways you didn't expect, but it's always in abundance and beautiful. And you get period. Just gotta listen. You just gotta gotta listen. And like, even with like you know, this is a little off topic, but like people saying like readers are booked up and nobody's open for readings. One, I'll tell you this. Elders are open for readings. Elders are always open for readings. Yes, they are. So that's one. So like Ifa, Yishay, Shimmerindo, those those are always open. Yes. Bone readings are always open. Yes, they are. Okay. They might ask and require you to do a little more work, work, right like follow-up work but like no those type of readings are always open in terms of like tarot readers and car readers and um intuitives and mediums dog we taught like people are tired we are also pandemic we are also going through life 
And I know, you know, as reader, you tell people like, this is what you have to do. These are things that you need to work on. People not working on them. Y'all have to, you have to do the work. And it's a joke, like being my boyfriend being here and he's like, you about to do the work today. And I'm like, yeah, I got to do the work today. He's like, go do the work. <laughs> like, go do the work. You know, you have to do the work. Like, it's not an easy process to be like, these are things that I have to work on. But y'all be going like five, six years. They tell you the same thing and you still in the same place because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. It is, I promise you, if you just, just suck it up and just do what you're supposed to do, life opens up in a different way. You have the things that you want. You literally do. That you've been praying for. It's right there. It's right there. Yep. That Literally, I was like, when the moment I was like, all right, guys, I'll do it. I'll do it. They were like, yes, here here like here here Whew. it's that work piece and I don't I was just talking about this with a friend yesterday like what is it about the resistance to wanting to work I mean work isn't always fun like it's tiring it's mm-hmm. taxing it's annoying it requires patience like and I guess no one really wants to engage in that but like to know that when you work there are you don't just you don't just working for nothing right you're working to reach something but this resistance especially in readings of like not wanting to follow through with the ebo not wanting to take the baths is always just something that i think about and i'm like what is that i think it's we live in a world where there's so much instant gratification right and people see practitioners they see you know you like i'm just using you as an example fucking juju bay juju be out here doing her thing living her life but they don't see the work that juju's doing behind the scenes right they don't see the work that juju has done to get to where she has where she is right now even with me people like ah like the best i've been working and doing my business since 2015 okay this is not an overnight situation Right. right and to be completely transparent the reason I started reading cards was because I was broke mm-hmm. I needed another job and I didn't want to leave my house mm-hmm. and I was just like you know what I think I'm pretty good at this let's just let's just see how it goes wow you know um I was just in a situation where it's like I I, I do not have enough money to pay my bills mm-hmm. um and I have been working continuously and I'm still working continuously. Like I said earlier, this journey, Isheshe, Lakumi, Palo, these are not cheap religions. These are not cheap practices. So y'all don't even see the how much thousands of dollars people have spent behind their scenes to make sure like they just out here being safe, not even just for blessings, just for like to make sure like nothing really pops off for protection and stuff like that. And so when you don't see that and all you see is just like, oh, she good, she whatever. You think that like people are not here crying or like having cried about whatever. Breakdowns. <laughs> literally, lit- oh literally. And you, we're, this is not an Amazon situation. It's not Walmart. This is not Target. No. You a one woman show. I'm a one woman show. 
I'm here making bass packaging. I'm the PR person. I'm my okay. own accountant. Right. <laughs> it's it's just me and I'm not complaining, but like if you only see the the beauty and you don't see the blood, sweat and tears, it's almost like it's not valid. Right. And you can't avoid pushing through challenges. You can't avoid pushing through like hardships because again, that's just that's just life. That's just how life is. If you are not, and that's why, like, I tell people, like, I'm not, I'm not the girl to come to if you're just trying to get some little basic ass reading, because I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in helping you evolve as a human being and be a better person. So you want the job, but maybe there's certain things at this job that you need to learn and certain flags that you need to look out for. One, so that you don't experience it at another job. Right. Two, maybe you need some protection oil to get your game up. Maybe you have to learn how to spiritually defend yourself. And like, nobody wants to be like, well, I'm tired. Bitch, I'm tired of lessons too. Every day is a damn lesson. (laughs) Every day is a lesson. You can't, you cannot avoid it. And, you know, people just want to, they want to hear what they want to hear. And that's not how spirit works. You'll be disappointed every time. Every single time. Cause I still am. Cause I still be wanting to hear what I want to hear too. Just yesterday. I wanted to hear. <laughs> just yesterday. I'm just, that I, mm-hmm. you know, people just, they, there's no patience. And if there's anything that pandemic aside that this year should have taught people, it's just like, yo, sit down mm-hmm. and listen. Right. You should be taking notes at every reading you get anyway. Yep. So if you were going back over your notes, you would have seen there's probably stuff you still haven't worked on. Work on that instead of worrying about like why people not open. Right. Don't worry about people not open because they're not open. And they're just not open. And maybe just a sign if you don't know nobody open. People not open because they're not open. Yeah. And you know, I again friends with readers. I know you're also friends with readers. It is exhaust. It is exhausting. It's beautiful work. And I'm so grateful that I can do that work and I can help people in that way. I have like, besides this year, I have been reading nonstop for almost like five years. I don't know how. (laughs) How you did that? And you know, like we've seen each other at events in the city. We read it at events in the city, vending at, at events in the city. Y'all don't think we need a break? Just a little, just, just right. a little bit, please. Just a pause. Tired. Right. Girl, thank you for speaking on that. Like, for real. It has really been grinding my gears where I was like, everyone is closed. Who's open? And people hit me up. Who's nobody? I mean, if you want a, a EFA reading, I got yeah, you. Right, right. But nobody, but see, nobody wants those. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants those because <laughs> they're like, no, that's that real. That's that real serious. But I mean, card readings are serious. If you go into a good person, they're serious too. Right. It's always also like invest in yourself because like that's how I look at when I get spiritual readings. I'm investing in myself. I'm investing in my well being. I'm doing the work to protect myself and my family. And like, if you are not investing in yourself in that way, and I don't want to be like, you know, y'all be out here 
eating brunch and whatever, like whatever, enjoy your brunch. I love brunch. You know, I miss brunch. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly, I miss brunch. But if I mean, if we want to spend $50 at brunch, then like, girl, just go spend the $50 with a reader. Right. 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 Just, and do the work. Just do it. Whew. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> listen, you always have just such good information about these topics and you see what people are asking and saying and you just always can like respond so thoroughly now and, and on Twitter. So I had a couple things I want to play like a little game. Okay. Just what your thoughts are on some of these hot topics that I see on Twitter from like spiritual Twitter. Okay. Your responses to them. So you've kind of already answered this part, but just quick thoughts on Bible allows in the DMs. What do we? What do no, we- cancel it. Don't ask nobody if you should respond. Just don't block, block, <laughs> block. block. <laughs> That's, That's the only answer. Block. Okay. So your thoughts on? So my boyfriend broke up with me, but I want to still be with him. So I'm going to bind him or have someone else bind him to me. Thoughts. Girl, seek help seek help don't do that leave that man alone don't do that so if you follow me on the twitters y'all know i do not love i do not like love work i love love and it's funny because like ashuna's like oh i love you Debbie, but like i don't like meaningful love that's what i like meaningful love deep love serious love if y'all broke up y'all broke up don't i'm not interested in love readings maybe you need to work on yourself you messing with somebody else's like free will and for real, for real love work. A lot of times when done incorrectly, like, cause I can understand love work. If you're trying to bring reignite passion in an existing relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. right. Things are not sizzled, sizzled, sizzled out. Like maybe chemistry wise. And you just want a little, you know, yeah. razzle dazzle, a little razzle dazzle. Razzle dazzle. <laughs> I can get with that. I can get, if you want to make yourself, feel more attractive right so that like your self-confidence is exuding such that like people are attracted to that yes cool i'm down with that anything when it comes to binding people baby that's how you get out here and get you get shot you get killed you get stalked you end up with more problems than you want my fit the craft i hope everybody here has that you know watched the craft at least once girl to bind the boy up in the craft and he was obsessive and try to like kill her yep and that's real and that's real that's real. don't leave it alone just it's too many people out here in the world like if y'all supposed to be together y'all be together if you're not probably somebody else is gonna come through that's 10 times better and just you don't need them problems don't do that right 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 okay um, thoughts on, uh, my ancestors aren't listening to me. What do I do? They don't hear me. So one, I would say, how do you know they're not listening to you? Do you know what your ancestors sound like? And do you know how your ancestors are communicating with you? Some of us are able to divine so we can get clear yeah. yes or no answers. And if they've heard us or not, those folks who don't have divination skills are not there yet. I would employ you to ask your ancestors to show you how they communicate. Mm. Because sometimes it's through song. Sometimes it's through just a conversation with a person about something you've been praying about off like some random, you know, with technology, 
It could be just like you praying or you would ask about something and then you see something come down the timeline. That's very like, you know, there's that synchronicity there, but like for, I'll use myself as an example where I was looking for a job. Um, and, you know, obviously this is before I had like my aha moment and epiphany about like my life. And I was just like, y'all said I was going to get a job this year. Y'all playing games. Y'all are playing games with me. I said, I will shut this whole shit down. I'll shut it down. Took the light away, took the water away, put a white cloth over him. And I was like, so we're just going to like have a moment to get ourselves together. Yep. You know, if this is a reciprocal relationship. Sometimes you are the only person in your family venerating your ancestors. Yep. You are the only person who is talking to them, who is feeding them, who is giving them light. So I don't have time for y'all respectfully to play games in my house. Respectfully, you know, that night they took like my remote and I was pissed. And I mean, granted, it was because I didn't speak to them that day, but I was pissed and I'm like, searching 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 i was like y'all took my shit i said you know what fuck this and fuck y'all and i'm going to bed in like aloud in the house empty apartment i was like fuck this fuck yep. y'all i am going to bed yep good night yep again i am comfortable talking to my ancestors that way because like i deal with them a lot and i've been dealing with them i know who my ancestors are like who's in my spiritual court right. for the most part so and they know it's just that's me and this is how I talk. So it's not seen as being disrespectful, but like, you know, if they have, if, you know, if you can't divine, but you got a divination and that, and you trust that diviner and they said, no, nah, your ancestors got you for X, Y, Z. And maybe you gave it six months and still some shame come through. You've been doing what you do. You feed them, you give them their coffee or whatever. Nah, shut that shit down. Give them like a three days. Be like, now nah, we good. Yeah. That's how, that's, True. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cause cool. I'm good. You better than me. Cause I, mine got a two month pause. Like, okay. <laughs> so bye. Bye. <laughs> clearly it's something y'all got to do. Work that, it out. Work it out. I'm going to give you time to work it out. And, and that they did. <laughs> I promise you, you reopen that up. They'd be like, okay, so sorry about that. Just kidding. Here you go. It was just sorry. Just there was some stuff going on. <laughs> Are they here giving y'all light, making y'all oxtail, giving you liquor, liquor. You know, I give you oranges and y'all here pl- fresh fruits, tobacco. What's going on? <laughs> Yo. No. Nah. Okay. Nah, y'all said not on my watch, not on my watch. <laughs> not. Not on my watch, not today. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, respectfully. Respectfully, though, like <laughs> not disrespectfully, like, but like respectfully, like we're not gonna do this. Yes, <laughs> we're not gonna do that though. Um, okay, dating as a spiritualist, how has that been for you? I mean, you have a boyfriend. Yes. So, so I also do want to talk about because I just know for personally that he is not part of Orisha tradition. So he what's is not. Like? I mean, it's cool. Mm-hmm. So we were dating before I became an Aborisha, but he knew that I dibbled and dabbled Mm -hmm. with some stuff. Um, I told him I was joining my ELA. I let him know, you know, he was very supportive of me with my initiation. Um, I am not opposed to dating people in the tradition. 
like also like even if we something were to happen like I would probably not date anybody in the religion um one because as a woman I kind of like being like the spiritual like Mm -hmm. you know if you need some shit I got you right me right (laughs) that's me that's a personal thing and I know that's pure ego but I'm fine with that um but two, he's always very respectful of my stuff. He does, you know, he's not mixing up and whatever. You know, um, we moved into a bigger apartment and he wanted to move something. He was like, I know, but this is where the ancestors are. So I didn't want to move the ancestors. <laughs> he's just, he's very respectful. Yeah. Um, he lets me do my thing. Um, and I don't even want to say lets me because I would be doing my thing regardless, but gives me space yes, yes he gives me space to do that where you know i'm up in the morning i'm in here i'm talking to Ashun. i'm up front i'm talking to eshu um you know i cook i have certain things in the house that are specifically for um Ashun, and he knows like he'll ask he's like is this for the ancestors or right. he, he calls them all the ancestors like one day I went to Eshu and I was like what's goody Eshu he was like did you say what's goody to the you know the ancestors I said I did that's right. the boy that's the homie love Eshu like, what's up what's good um but I think you know if you are trying to date somebody as a practitioner want to be very honest about it you know I my friends know my sister one of my sisters knows my parents are not fully aware that like they don't know I'm initiated or anything like that Mm -hmm. they know that I deal with my ancestors and I speak to them they know about my business they know I make baths Mm -hmm. but for me I didn't feel I don't feel pressure to tell my parents because it's like I'm an adult it's not your business right in the same way that like our parents have their own secrets, they have their own things that they yeah. deal with. That's not my business. This is not your business. It's yeah. my business. Yeah. Right. However, in being romantically involved and looking for partnership, it now becomes their business. Yeah. Right. And so I think that one, you should be stand 10 toes down firm and be proud of what you practice. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody be out here making you feel bad or demonize you. He's never made me feel like I'm weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm weird for other shit, but like not this. <laughs> you know, like, shit we could definitely say that I'm weird about, but like not this. Um, and I have, you know, I've said like, if we have kids, like I want my child to be embraced or like, experience this religion right. i also don't i'm also like weird where like i'm also like not opposed to my child going to church i feel like kids should be able to choose mm-hmm. right what they want to practice i didn't have a choice in what i practiced as a child right? right like most most of us didn't we all just like kind of went to church mm-hmm. i think it's fair for kids if you know that is the case like let them experience this one because it's their birthright and it's part of their culture it's part of us as black people from an african diaspora like that's part of our culture but also like black people like church is cultural for us too Mm -hmm. and i think it's fair to like have them have that experience Mm -hmm. um but i'm very like clear on that i'm very clear like as a priest now like my spiritual obligations are a priority you know it is a priority i don't want to like minimize it but I've even since my sister said in a way it's like a it's like a job 
right? So if I have to be somewhere, if I have something to do, it's a priority unless it's going to impact my, my money. Right. So I'm just very, I'm very open about it. My shrines are not hidden. He sees them, you know, he was in the military. He came home permanently this year. And when he came home, I was like, so you want to take a prosperity bath before this job interview? Sure did. Right. Right. Sure did. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I don't care what you just listen. Just listen. Just listen. If you need a bath, just go and take it. Just listen. Listen. I was like, there's some money oil over there. Go. Don't rub it. Go. On. <laughs> He got the job. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> Period. So you don't necessarily have to practice, but I mean, and I've also had the experience where men knew that I read cards and I did, oh, you a witch. You're going to put, I don't like your ass that much to put no spell on you. Also, like, I don't have to, like, I'm that bitch. Like, I'm me. The spell is this. It's all of this. That's moi. I don't have to do that. Nope. I don't also, I don't care. Like I'm going to do spells to make money. Cause that's what I care about. I really care about like just having money, being comfortable financially. Yeah. I'll never apologize for wanting money and always wanting money yeah. and always wanting to have money come to me, yeah. but a relationship. No. <laughs> no. So I would just say like for people who are nervous about that, like be open and if someone is like, it's different when someone's like curious and asks questions than when they're just like, oh, so you about to put, no, see, you bye. Right. You and can go. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you for having me. Of course. Tell us, like, are you selling beds? Are you still reading tarot? Like, how do people find you and what do you offer? What do you Okay. Offer? So I am still closed. Unfortunately, but I am working to be open by Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, I was formerly Bruja Tarot, but we are now Ielode's Corner. Hey. Um, you know, Shun. she wanted her praise. Um, so I sell spiritual baths, um, prosperity, road opener, cleansing bath. The new one, real, real big new one is the cord cutting bath. Um it work y'all child <laughs> and then like a supplement to that is an uncrossing bath because the cord cutting bath has walnut hull in it and so just i made like a separate bath for people with nut sensitivities got it so the uncrossing, it. yeah the, and i just didn't want to put like nut free version because i was like y'all gonna jack yourself up and just order it and then need an epi pen so it's a separate bath does the same thing yes. um i do offer tower readings that will reopen when my shop is opening a backup. Yeah. Um, and this, for the, until probably January, I'm just going to be doing shadow work readings because that's my jam. And winter is a really good time to really do that yeah. shadow work. Um, and yeah, so you can find me on the Twitter at Bruja Bantan. And Instagram is underscore at Bruja Bantan. And the website is Eloise Corner. It's still shut down, but that's I-Y-A-L-O-D-E-S corner.com. 
And I suggest, I've been telling people, just sign up for the mailing list because that's probably going to be the first way that you will know when I'm reopening. And I am expecting things to sell out fairly quickly. I don't trust the algorithm. I don't. So I, because I, you know, I would just announce on Twitter and then people would miss it because of how the timeline is. So Mm -hmm. just sign up for the uh, email list. And that link is in my bio on Twitter. Yay. Thank you for having me, boo. Of course. Thank you for all of the information. I feel like you answered like all the questions that people have all the time. Like (laughs) this is going to be the interview. I'm like, please go to this interview, please. So I appreciate you so much for spending time and giving us all that tea. I really, really appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you. This was so fun. Yay, me too. All right, boo. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of ALJ Pod today. If you would like to reach out to me, of course, you can hit me up on the social medias. I'm at ITSJUJUBAE on Instagram and Twitter. It's Juju Bay. You can also find me on Instagram at a little Juju podcast spelled out just how it sounds. And you can also find me on Clubhouse now at Juju Bay. <laughs> Follow me on Clubhouse and hit me up on my website for Reiki for any media inquiries any kind of business if you want to sponsor the show email me um on my website www.itsjujubae.com and that's it y'all be well be good i'll talk to y'all in two wednesdays and remember all you need is a little juju and remember everybody ain't gonna like your ways and it's fine bye Manifested everything, gives me props I'm spiritually rounded while I'm on the top My spirit's surrounded so I'll never drop, drop